good on Facebook. Hello, YouTube. Hello, Facebook. All right, one more source. Let's, let's go with uh, Periscope, folks. Okay. Dropping, dropping frames. Okay, hello, everybody. How you doing? This is Frank Fawcett, host of the Black Hollywood Think Tank. Um, also the founder, founder of BlackHollywood.media. I'm an actor, writer, producer. Uh, you might have heard I'm based out of New York City. Been doing this for quite a while. Um, running Black Hollywood since 2013. Black Hollywood is a think tank organization um, and also a social arts movement. We posit that Black Hollywood is a construct that exists within regular Hollywood, and we seek to change that. Uh, on the line today, I've got a special guest. Uh, my special guest, uh, I came across his trailer online and uh, was blown away. Uh, it's a film called uh, La Vie. I got to work on my French. <laughs> La Vie Magnifique de Charlie. And uh, the director of that film is Bobby Huntley. Bobby Huntley II. And we'll get into that name. Uh, also, that middle name that he's got <laughs> a little later. Say hi, Bobby. How you doing? Hey, world. How's everything going? Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me here. All right. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, can you uh, let me tell them a little bit about what I've seen as far as research? Let me double, double check, make sure everybody's here. Oh, first off, I want you all to subscribe. If you're on Facebook, subscribe, get our alerts for live events. Uh, if you're on YouTube, make sure you hit the ring button, the little bell button, and subscribe to that page. And also on Periscope, you know, take all our updates and notifications if you can. Got to make sure we're there. But, uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself while I uh, try to get all this technical stuff together, Bobby. No problem, no problem. Uh, filmmaking is... My passion, a very integral part of my life. I've been on this journey since I was uh, 10 years old. And uh, I just love telling stories. I love trying to convey, you know, different uh, images and, and getting emotions out of people and just seeing how, what new and different ways that I could push myself uh, as a filmmaker and a storyteller to, uh, you know, show the world, you know, what I can do. And, uh, yeah, it's just a, a real love and a passion of mine. And I started, you know, in music, and I started also in painting and drawing and all these different things. And I was always running from back and forth to uh, doing all these different things as a, as a child. But it wasn't until when I was 10 years old and I discovered, you know, that I could combine all those mediums into one thing. And I've been uh, focusing on that ever since. So, yes, I'm a filmmaker, and that's what I love to do. Wow, that's great. Ten years old. You picked up a camera at ten and you knew what to do with it, huh? It was meant yeah, to be. Yeah, a little bit. My, my, yeah, my dad bought me a, a little, uh, he was working at Renner Center at that time, and so he just brought home a little home video camera. I think I just asked for it randomly, and uh, it's never really been out of my hand ever since. So, Wow, that's that's really dope right there. Okay, it uh, looks like we've uh, dropped on Periscope for some reason, but uh, we'll keep going with uh, Facebook, make sure we can find our people online so that they can do it. And also, you can subscribe to the podcast. The podcast will be a re-record of this interview, and uh, you know we'll be able to uh, get to our fans that way. Yeah, we're good on Facebook, looks like. Um, okay, uh, I've got a 
little info about you. It says here that uh, you directed a, and this is really timely right now, guys. Uh, you directed a first concept trailer. Now, we have a like minds. We talked about this yesterday because we both had the thought to do a new edition movie. Uh, I don't know when you did yours, but I had it a couple years ago, and I said, I want to call mine Home Again, because that was like, that seemed to be a pinnacle point for a new edition when they were uh, on the scene. And you directed a concept trailer for that. Tell us a little bit about how you did that. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I did that in, a, I think, 2014. Okay. And, um, yeah, and I think what it was, I think that summer... I saw them in concert for the first time. I just came, I was I just got out of film school uh, in Nashville and I came back home to Atlanta. And this was Oh yeah, where would you go to film school? Where would you go to film school? Oh, this is a uh, um uh, uh RC it's been so long. <laughs> 2014 is a long time ago. I know. Uh, it's called Watkins it's Watkins in Nashville Watkins School of Art Design and it's right around the corner from Tennessee State. Mm. And uh I was actually, before I left, I was trying to build a relationship with Tennessee State because there just wasn't any, like, you know, black professors or anything like that. So I felt we weren't getting a lot of, you know, cultural things at the school. But anyway, um, so I've, I've always, you know, been a huge fan of New Edition, and I put it out into the universe when I was in middle school. And I think probably in ninth grade or somewhere around there when that Hot Tonight came out, and that's when I really became a fan. And you want to get Hot Tonight? I remember that. Yeah, yeah that's a joy. Yeah. Baby, so give I, me a little number. I went on their fan, fan club website, and I signed up and all that stuff, and I was talking about doing it even then, like, hey, you know, uh, this is something I really want to do. What do you guys think? You know, can somebody help me get the suits together? Like, you know. But you know, mm. I was really young, of course, and I wasn't ready. So yeah. every few years, I would talk about it with different people, and they'd be like, "Ah, oh, yeah, whatever, whatever." <laughs> but uh, as it was a few years earlier, I uh, somehow heard them on the radio, BBD, was mm -hmm. in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So I drove to the station, and I was like, I went up to them, and I was like, "Hey, you guys, you don't know me, but I'm a fan, and I'm in film school right now. But you know, I would love." to be the guy that does your movie because I know they've been talking about doing it for years. Yeah. And it was like one of those video, you know, it was like one of those yeah, yeah, okay, okay. And so in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, I'm going to have to show them. You mm. know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. uh, a couple years later, I felt like I had the, the you know, the the, the the talent, I guess one would say, and to pull the right people together and the resources. And, um, you know, that's what we did. And we put it out uh, early 2015 like in January or February sometime, and they quickly went viral. And uh, it, it introduced me to um, a lot of different people in a lot of different situations. And uh, that's kind of what brought me here today, which was, you know, although I didn't get a chance to, to you know, do the film or even really be a part of it, you know, it, it did introduce me and, and get, at least get my toe in the door a little bit. And hopefully with Charlie, you know, that'll bust me all the way through. So that's the plan. Wow. Okay. Give me a pro proper pronunciation of uh, Charlie. Man, you did a great job. That was I did. I, I've got a first last name. Yeah, that, that's just my thing. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it, it's all there. You know what I'm saying? I don't. You know, I, I I have an intense love for the French language. I don't really speak it fluently or anything like that. But it's just, and you know, hopefully I'll be able to get to Paris at some point this year and just soak it all up. But uh. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did a pretty decent job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's moving right along. Okay. Well, that, that kind of brings us to your next project. Uh, I'm, I'm looking on your uh, 
your IMDb profile. I'm catching you at a great time. Um, actually, let's talk about, um, you said it says you have a short film, Louisiana 1961. Before we get into La yeah, Vie la Magnifique de Charlie. Uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about Louisiana 1961. I'm sure we could all imagine. <laughs> well, actually, yeah. So how that came out of, you know, we were dealing with, at that point, there was a lot of are we, aren't we, in terms of uh, being a part, possibly being part of what BET was doing with the new edition mm-hmm. uh, story. Uh, so this was like uh, last year, uh, wait, no, 2015, no, 2016. So oh. what happened was, uh, yeah, so... Uh, some of BT's people reached out to us and they wanted a couple of the guys that I had to uh, come and audition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they went out to LA and stuff like that. And I came along, you know, I, didn't, I just introduced myself to everybody. And, you know, it's the whole, when you go to LA, they're asking, mm-hmm. what else do you have? You know, what else, you know <laughs> like what, you did, but what else do you have? So I was like, uh, and I also wanted to, they were really excited about uh, Brian Earl, who Brian Earl, who portrayed Bobby. Mm-hmm. in my uh, uh, portrayal of him. And, yeah, he was getting a lot of love off of that. Actually, uh, Bobby Brown himself really loved his portrayal of him. Really? And, um, so I wanted to show, by the time we got to the point of actually filming Louisiana, because it took a while for us to get to do it, you know, he, he didn't get the part, I believe. So we wanted to show what else Brian could do and also what else I could do. And mm-hmm. I naturally have a love for period pieces and trying to challenge myself you know, especially on the low to no budget kind mm-hmm. of area, how can I capture a certain time, style, and vibe you yeah. know, with pretty much nothing? Because I think that's what gives you an extra oomph with your projects because it's very easy to put a camera in a room and have two people, you know, argue or tell a story, you know. Absolutely. So sometimes you got to add little things to make yourself a little different from what everybody else is doing. And um, also on top of that, I wanted to just really try to see if I can capture a love story because I've never really done that before, especially like a love scene, uh, you know, the intense passion and things like that and capturing, you know, black love as well. So I wanted people to feel certain emotions with the visuals. So it was an exercise in creating compelling visuals for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And um, we definitely did. And it's still, you know, that was my first film project that I was able to submit to film festivals. Wow. And it's still going on tour. Like it's been accepted and, we played in LA and we're going to go back to LA again. And it's, it's kind of set in a couple of film festivals in New York and all over. Okay. So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. So it's supposed to confirm that we're on the right track with what we want to do. Yeah, absolutely, man. That, that's a, that's huge right there for, I mean, for you to come out of the gate with such, such fierce, like, uh, like, like three major hits. I mean, well, I'd say three, I'm already giving you the hit on this, uh, this trailer. Cause it looks beautiful, man. Uh, thank it's you. beautiful, thank man. You. Um, yeah. I mean, cause you know, to, to get that much penetration into the, the actual Hollywood structure for a black filmmaker is rare. You know what I mean? So, uh, I think you have an eye and, and I would say this is your personal taste because you took those extra steps to, uh, get the new edition, uh, to, to talk to BBD, to actually, you know, find out about some of the people and, and get your actors in front of them, um, mm-hmm. that, that it's, it's paying off for you in a way. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's, you're on the right, you're on the right path. Let's just say, <laughs> what can I say? Thank you, sir. Thank you. Um, I actually, it's all God. It's all God. It's all God. Absolutely. Um, let's, uh, let's try to take a look at, um, your trailer. I've got a, a piece of it. If you give me a second, I'm going to bring it up. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll take a look at 
La Magnifique Ville de Charlie, right? <laughs> no, I don't have it in front of me. La Ville Magnifique de Charlie. All right, let's check it out. <laughs> All right. All right, cool. Let's see what I got. It's a magical story about a little girl named Charlie. Uh-uh, Charlie. You have to explain this to me. Who the hell goes to a club at 8 in the damn morning? It's therapeutic. Therapeutic? Charlie got a sister. Well, she had a sister. She kicked the bucket. The bucket? The bucket. Bummer. How about going to the best sister's closet looking for her secret freaky bag of sex toys? Wow! I own my own business. My email box is always open. I mean, Kayla, you do hair. That's what you're good at, so you have your own salon. And Charlie, you... Charlie, if I know anything about you, then I know you're nosy behind either found this letter or I'm dead. My sister's sending me on a scavenger hunt all over the city. There are some things I've left behind for you. You're gonna have to work for it. Excuse me, sir. I think I'm supposed to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy's sister, Charlotte. I miss my sister, and I have a crazy feeling that you all miss her too. Charlie, how does it feel to be free? I'm no more free than the next person. How did I not know? Randy tells me everything. She brought you here. She's ready to share it with you now. Okay, we're back. Are you still there, Bobby? Wow. Yeah. Of course. Okay, could you hear that through the line? Yeah. Okay. No, I didn't I didn't catch it on my end. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. I was I was wrapped. I was uh it was beautiful. So you'll get to see it on the playback. Or uh yeah, that was great, man. Um I, I like your use of pastel colors too. Like is was that a, a deliberate act or did the processing kind of oh, come up. Yeah, we, we yeah we definitely uh, had some uh, uh, inspirations. Uh, one of the main ones aesthetically was I wanted to try to incorporate a bit of surrealism, mm. slightly to give it a, a very uh, textured and vibrant and bright kind of a feel. Yeah. Um, one of the films, Amelie. Amelie. Um, yes. Very, very popular. So I tried to definitely uh bring that vibe and energy to it especially well, with all the dutch angles and different things what like was that that their yeah. palette was green and yellow i think anomaly right is that what they were yeah like? a yeah. lot of a lot of yellows and different things like that so you know we, we mixed it a little bit see what we could you know do it to make it a little funky but yeah yeah um, 
And and it seems uh, now you said you like period pieces. Now this is not a period piece though. Yeah. Oh, it is. No, it is not. It it, it feels like it, but I mean there is. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna you know do what I do. Of course, so there are you know some flashbacks to the past and oh, yes. how you know. Charlie came about the circumstances with her mother and her father, different things like that. But uh, it, it does have a very uh, 80s retro feel in this very. Yeah. And it's uh, definitely inspired by a lot of things in that time. Actually, uh, each main character, uh, Charlie played by Courtney Price. Uh, I was very inspired by uh, uh, a Madonna movie. Uh, mm. of Who's that girl? Who's that girl? Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, my sister's. Yeah. I remember my sister's watching that movie a lot and watching it with my sister. So it's like one of those childhood things. Like, oh, okay. And, you know, I just always thought, you know, you know, Madonna don't really get, like, a lot of credit as an actress, but I felt like she, for that one, she was, like, really funny, and she really went yeah. there. And, you know, just to see a woman be funny is always a treat, you know. Yeah, so and I especially... Incorporate that, but, yeah. Especially a black woman now. This is, this is new territory, exactly. honestly. Exactly, exactly. And that's a lot of things and a lot of... I wanted to break down with this movie because oh yeah there's so much to talk about but essentially you know like this is you know with with the trailer I wanted it to be fun and light and, and all these different things but you know but if you're really paying attention the storyline is kind of you know deep and it deals with like some real uh, issues you know especially internal issues you know with oneself and yeah. Uh, depression and, you know, dealing with, you know, the passing of a loved one and what exactly does that mean for you in your day-to-day and how you relate to yourself and other people. Mm-hmm. Um, so with, with something as serious as that, you know, I wanted to juxtapose it with something that looks just so fun. So it's like you bring your friends like, oh, yeah, we're about to have a good time. And you do, but it also makes you think. It also makes you feel and it makes you cherish those that you love around you even more because, you know, tomorrow's never promised. Absolutely. So we try to hit all cylinders, you know, with this one. Mm, okay. All right. That's that sounds great, man. That that sounds like something I want to see. Because because I feel like we've done the comedy thing, and uh, you know we've got Insecure out there. We've got you know you know so many other yeah. uh, you know how to get away with murder, but we haven't taken uh, like the comedy drama. Well, I guess I guess Insecure is a comedy drama, but like with with yeah. big stakes, with the big stakes, you know what I mean? So, yeah, right. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Tell us a little and bit about your cast. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah, there, there. Oh, oh, quickly, I was going to say, that was something that me and my uh, co-writer and co-producer by the name of uh, Nikki Wade, uh, we just went back and forth a lot about, like, okay, where's where's the sense of the comedy, where's the sense of the drama, because this is like, we, we, didn't, we didn't want it to be too light, we didn't want it to be too dark, so it's just trying I to know. find that nice middle ground yeah you know make you laugh but also make you feel but in terms of you know my cast oh man there's so many beautiful amazing black women in this in in this uh film and they shout out to the sisters how about that (laughs) yeah yeah we're all based here in atlanta Um, oh wow we had auditions and casting calls uh quite a few times to try to pull the right pieces you know together uh charlie's played by courtney price Okay. Who uh, is a singer and a model? This is actually her first uh, film. Wow. Um, uh, Katura is played by uh, Nikki Lachey. She's a, a model and actress as well okay. um, here in Atlanta, and uh, she's also my close now. She's so she's doing some work in L.A. now. And, oh, um, okay. All right. Also, 
Yes, and uh, <laughs> and uh, Kayla is played by uh, Layla Brookings, who I don't know if we yeah I don't know if you know this, but I I did another film uh, years ago uh, called um, apparently I I think I have a love with long obnoxious movie titles, but this film was called uh, <laughs> Herbert and Cleophas and the Unfortunate Chronicles of the Kidnapping of Miss Elephant. There you and go. I'm going to have to forward <laughs> you that trailer because if you, you'll see, that's pretty much where it all started with me though. Really? Films and where I am now and where I'm going. That was like the scene. How long ago was, was that? Another period piece. It was like 2011, 2012. Okay, it was okay. like another period piece. It's set in like the 40s. It's like the Harlem Nights. Wow. Uh, color purple, all that kind of stuff. Just comedy is crazy. And That's Layla dope. was the lead in that. She played Ella Finn. And her comedic timing and style and facial expressions that she makes is just so out of this world. Like, you don't see... Uh-oh. Bob, you still there? It's very kind of like... Oh, you cut out for a second. Can you repeat that last thing? Can you repeat that last thing? You like, cut you out. don't see... I forgot already what I said. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, you, you were talking about her comedic timing and her facial expressions, uh, Layla. Yeah, it's, it's she. It's just, and especially back then when she didn't know what she was doing. Like you know, <laughs> we, we just met, and I'm like, "Yo, do this! I want you to do this crazy thing," and she just gets it immediately. She was game. So, I think she's gonna be right. Yeah. So if you're gonna be working with Bobby Holly, you just gotta go for it. You can't. You can't be self conscious. Yeah. I'm gonna be putting you into like some crazy things just to you know because. We're, we're trying to tell a story here, so you got to let you know yourself go and be all into it, all into the character. But uh, and also uh, playing uh, Brandy, the sister who passes away from sickle cell complications with sickle cell. Oh, well, that's uh, not a spoiler, is it? That's not a spoiler, is it? <laughs> Don't spoil your no, movie. Not yeah. at all. It's okay. The, no, no, it's in the trailer. It's in oh, the trailer. it is. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. She does say that. It's, it's just downplayed. It's yeah. Downplayed. Right. But yeah, it's. Um, but um, it's, she's played by uh, Ashley S. Evans, who was one of the most understanding, under, sorry, understanding, compassionate, and willing to do whatever we needed to do to get it done actresses I've ever worked with. And, you know, it was an amazing experience. We had long days, long nights. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes we didn't have food or the, the things that we needed, but these women, and, oh, plus standing out in the cold in the hills and running right, around in the hills all day. Like they, yeah. we went through a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> these right. women went through it all with this film. So yeah, they they did an amazing job, and I'm I'm happy to see that the world is starting to really get excited about it, and to see that their hard work wasn't in vain. Right, because um, because right now, I mean, you know, it's it's prime, it's prime for a for a new black renaissance. Uh, I think with uh, you know with Atlanta on TV. Ironically, you being from Atlanta, yes. and uh, me spending yes. many years in Atlanta. And the boom of production that's going on there and Insecure and, you know, How to Get Away with Murder, Scandal, and all these yeah. great black shows, Blackish, you got it, you got it. You know, it's just everywhere, you know. We're just starting to see a new black renaissance. And um, I always, you know, I always, on the technical side of it, you know, I've been in the business for a long time, so I've seen several of these come up, and I'm like, please, please, let us build something. Let us coalesce independently so that we can maintain right. this, you know, so we can keep it going after it becomes out of fashion or whatever happens. You know, they go back to Dawson's right, Creek, right. you know, <laughs> we go back to Dawson's yeah. Creek or whatever. Um, so yeah, that's dope. That's really dope. And, um, okay. Facebook time limit reach. Okay. Anybody that was on Facebook, sorry. Um, maybe I can restart. On Facebook. <laughs> I didn't know there was a time limit. Uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> 
All right, we'll go back. We'll go back live. Is that like what Facebook Live or something? Yeah, two hundred forty minutes. Two hundred forty minutes. What is? It? Uh, I didn't know that. Well, oh no, nah, it couldn't be two hundred forty minutes because we've only been on for thirty. But yeah, okay, let's reset. I'm Frank Fawcett, founder of BlackHollywood.media. Uh, BlackHollywood.media, social arts movement, think tank. We're trying to build some community in this Black Hollywood thing. I Trust me, I don't have all the answers. I don't know what's going on. On the line with me, I got Bobby Huntley. I do know what's going on. Mm-hmm. I know what we need to do, but I, we got to see if we're going to build this thing. I'm, I'm working. On the phone, we've got Bobby Huntley, director of La Vie Magnifique de Charlie, uh, an independent film out of yeah. Atlanta, Georgia. And um, let's see, it says... Uh, Charlie is a fun and vibrant film that celebrates the complex and interpersonal relationships between women, not only as friends, but also as sisters. After her sister Brandy's untimely death, everyone is taken aback by Charlie's unorthodox and seemingly chipper approach to her grieving process. Follow Charlie and her friends Kayla and Ketura as they go along for this wild, hilariously exhilarating and bittersweet ride, which will surely be the craziest day of Charlie's life. Dope, yeah. dope. And the concept's even dope, man. Uh, did you try to pitch this to any studios, or did you just always know you were going to have to do it yourself? I just, you know, do do myself and my team. You know, it's always best to, you know, show people what you can do than tell them. I'm show them, not tell them. Yep. I know. Right. You are absolutely right. Absolutely right. Because, um, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in, you know, the politics and trying to, you know, get a job. <laughs> but mm. what we need to be doing yeah. is creating jobs, you know, obviously. That's you know? what it's all about for me. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So um, there was something else I was going to. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, tell us about your hair pact <laughs> with your lead actress. Oh, snap. So Hollywood think um, tank. I like to be clean as much as I can, you know, as black man. You know, I like to get my hair cut, you know, at least every two weeks. So <laughs> yeah. what I wanted from Charlie, I wanted her to have an interesting, eclectic look. Mm-hmm. And Courtney, she definitely already has that. But, you know, her background is modeling. So when Courtney is together, uh, she's together. together. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I, I want to dial that down a bit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I want you to grow your hair out. Oh, wow. I, I want it to be not so not so together. I want it to be a little unkempt a little bit. Mm-hmm. I want to see a little bit of that edginess, that quirkiness. So <laughs> yeah. for was like uh, uh, two months or whatever the whole process was with the, 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 the rehearsals and the eventual filming, you know, I made a pact with her. Like, you know what, if you don't cut your hair or anything like that or dye your hair or because you wanted to do some other things, like, you know, I have to work. I have a life outside of this. Can I please? And I'm like, no. Oh, wow. This to be authentic. So I was like, so if you grow your hair out, let it be all wild, then I'll grow mine out. So I didn't get a haircut. I cheated the last week because I had to go to uh, Philly. I had a, a Louisiana was screening out there, so I didn't want to go out there and look at all wild. Uh, so that was uh, like Louisiana Wood? Louisiana Wood? Is that an organization? Yeah, Louisiana yeah. was. Uh, in Louisiana was filming, I'm sorry, was screening in Philly. Oh, um, cool. But outside of that, like, I was looking really rough, and I was actually able to grow my beard. I, you know, I, you know, <laughs> I had a little, a little bit more facial hair than I thought. So that was kind of cool to find out. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I wish I was that lucky. I try to do, <laughs> right, that's something I just try to do, you know, with my actors, like, just have, like, a little patch or something going with them, like, another 
project that I worked on, you know, I asked an actor of mine to, you know, lose some weight a little bit. Yeah. And um, I thought, oh, that was a weird kind of request. I was like, you know what? I'll see what I can do on my end, too. And I ended up dropping, like, 60 pounds. Good. So, uh, wow. You know, so if I'm asking you to do something, you know, I'm going to at least try to, you know, be an accountability partner to you. Now, now I'm an actor, too. I'm an actor, writer, and a producer, and director, now working on director thing. I'm still learning. Uh, but I think uh, I think that's some a rule I learned a long time ago. Never do a stunt or 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 any blocking that your director will not jump in there and do at the same at the same way. You know what I mean? Like no. like the, yeah. the only thing I'm thankful for is she didn't ask me to run in heels along with her. <laughs> 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 you know, every like Bobby, I'm in these heels, my feet are hurt. I was like, hey, I, one more take, one more take. I think that's an episode of Real Housewives there, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the men running in heels. Yeah. You know, I don't think they I don't think they make heels my size. I wear size eighteen, so I think I'm good. Like, wow. Eighteen? How tall are you, man? How tall are you? I'm I'm just five ten. My dad's really tall. Get out. Six, Wait, so. you got an eighteen shoe and you five ten. Hold on. This is a fun yeah, fact. I, I know <laughs> you might not want to go it's deep in it. Weird, I know. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I, I wear thirteen. I wear thirteen, but I'm I'm six one. So you yeah. know I'm like yeah, that's a little more. Uh, but and moving on from shoe size, there was, there was another little uh, fun fact I wanted to bring up. Was uh, let me think. Let me think. What else were we talking about? What were we talking about yesterday? Um, in the run up to this, everything. Yeah, because I I, did, I wanted to save it for the interview. The conversation was so good, and I, I appreciate you for doing this. Thank you. Um, like I said, we're jumping back into the water with this because Black Hollywood has been kind of it's kind of ebbing and flowing, man. I'm just. I'm working with it, you know. Uh, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I would say, uh, yeah, were you able to, uh, what was your, I mean, if you're able to disclose this, because I know you want to sell it for millions, right? Uh, you, <laughs> said, you said you <laughs> you said you guys did this for a shoestring budget. Around, uh, you know, around right. what you do, and what did you shoot on, you know, and uh, locations. and. Um, oh, boy, okay. So I'm relatively new to the game in terms of, you know, getting to a certain level. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot that I'm learning and a lot that I've yet to learn. Um, in saying that, when we started this project, you know, with me, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm going to get this <laughs> movie done come hell or high water. Yeah. Uh, you're I the creative, though. In it. Huh? You're the creative. That's why you need a producer, too. <laughs> True. Oh, yes, indeed. Please, yes. I need all the help that I can get. But like, I get so steadfast and determined. If I say I'm going to do something, we're going to do it. So yeah. in saying that, there was somebody in the picture when we started uh, the initial process who um, was interested in, uh, um, uh, I guess, being some sort of a financial backing, in a yeah. sense. Mm -hmm. But when it came down to it, <coughs> it didn't happen. By that point, we were less than, yeah, by that point, we were less than, I think, a week away, two weeks away. Wow, that um, is rough. Filming. Yeah. yeah. And the ladies were already waiting months because I had to, you know, I had to push things back because, you know, Louisiana was still being shown and we're, I had to do all these things for that. Yeah. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to have to do whatever I, I have to do to make sure we get this movie done. And and from there, it became like a week to week prayer to prayer. Okay, well, we got to film. 
we got to film these scenes next week. What do I need to do? And what do I need to get in order to pull it off and make it happen? Out of your so, own pocket. Whether out of your own pocket, out of my own pocket, begging, asking, you know, uh, uh, you know, different people, you know, in my life, like my mentors and different things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you don't have it all together. And of course, you know, I, I got in trouble, you know, um, yeah. you know, with, you know, my cast and my crew from time to time, because, you know, they, 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 they expect and, and fully right. Of they want their money. That, you know, everything. <laughs> well, I mean, well, no, they understood that this was a no money situation. So that oh, okay, was okay. Okay. It, it was just a matter of, yeah. So it was just a matter of like, um, things need to be together. Squared away. Which I more than understand, and it should be. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes things weren't together, but I was like, yo, we got to keep the pushing. We got, you know, I, there were some things that were supposed to come through. They fell mm-hmm. through, but, you know, we have other obligations. So I had to take a lot of that responsibility being the director. I had to take the brunt of the hits. Yeah. But luckily, and thank God, they believed in me. They believed in my vision. They believed in the story. and They believed in each other. And we carried each other through the finish line. Oh, wow. And uh, it was one of those best in on the job training exercises in order for me to understand and to get to that next level where I'm supposed to go. Everything that needs to happen, everything that needs to take place. Yeah, having the the initiative to say, I don't I don't care, I'm not gonna cancel, we're just gonna have to keep pushing. Yeah, that has its that has its plus and it has its place. But hopefully with this project, this will parlay me to get into that next phase where that will no longer have to be the case and that will no longer be the issue. The right people will come around and all the proper things will be in place. The budget will be there, which will be extremely helpful. Okay. <laughs> and, and this is the thing, uh-huh. like, I don't think people realize, like, the, the, the trouble of being an independent producer. I produced a film in 2006. Like, just just having a, a couple more dollars, like, it makes a huge difference. Like, as opposed to, like, I, I, I really, I appreciate you for going ahead and making your vision out of your own pocket. Because I know if the budget falls yeah. through, um, I've had movies that, you know, got stuck on a hard drive. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't finish them yeah. because certain things happened and, and certain people didn't want to get paid or or certain people got paid that weren't supposed to get paid, or, or you know, whatever, uh, many, many different things. So uh, I, I salute you for getting your project done. I hope to work with you at some point soon. Let, let that be known, too. <laughs> hope you're watching the video. You know, I'm, 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 I'm a trained actor, man. I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, there's also, uh, uh, what kind of cameras were you guys using? I noticed the playback. It looked. I, I think I saw something on Instagram. You had Sony's. Did you use a Sony? Yeah, yeah. Um, my DP. Her, her name is Lakeisha Hughes. Lakeisha Hughes. Shout out to her. Actually, she saw Louisiana. She, she saw Louisiana in 1961. I was screaming it out here in Atlanta, and she came up to me and introduced herself. She's like, "I don't care what you're doing next. Mm. I don't care if you have a budget or not. I mm. want to shoot your next project." <laughs> And she came and she showed oh, up. She brought her because I don't have I don't have any gear. Oh wow! Myself, Bobby Humley, I don't have any gear. Yeah, I mean, so, it, it sometimes it doesn't pay to have gear. I have a couple cameras around here. Like it'll be obsolete next yeah. week. Right, I got I got this bad boy right here. I got my, my cell phone. Your cell phone is gonna be a better camera than your camera you own in a couple months. So you're right about right, that. Right. Rent the stuff. 
and uh, has all that. get it from the production company. The Sony FS5. FS5. Okay. Okay. So the, the bigger one. Yeah. yeah. Great camera. Does she own that or did you rent? Yeah, she has all her all of her own equipment. I had to rent Dope. some lenses and different uh, things. I got to yeah. rent uh, some rigs and stuff like that to did get you? different shots. But overall, she had most of her own. Okay, what about lights and locations? Did you all like shoot in a and lights? Did you? Uh, lights were brought on by the amazing um, Mark Austin. He's one of my mentors. He's Great. like a beast in the game. He's been in this industry longer than I've been on this earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How old are you, by the way? I'm I'm 27. I'll be 28 this year. Oh, dope. Okay, okay. All right, man. Yeah, you're right on track, man. You're right on track, man. You you you're getting it? Yeah. Um, thank oh, you. And what about locations? Did you all get like you know people's houses, like the the normal independent hustle of? Like, oh like, yeah, just asking, you asking, know, just asking, and showing the passion that we. Uh oh! Cut out again. Uh oh. Uh, I'll take this second to reset. I'm Frank Fawcett, founder of BlackHollywood.media. We're live on Facebook, sometimes on Periscope. I've got Bobby Huntley on the line, director of La Vie Magnifique de Charlie, a new film trailer yeah. just dropped this week. Yeah, you dropped out for a second. Go ahead. And, can you repeat that one more time? Oh, man. About I was locations. talking forever. What, what <laughs> With locations. I was yeah. going in. Yeah, that's fine. It's okay. Go ahead. Uh, tell us about the locations. How did you get to the locations? Um, but yeah, just asking, you know, some people that we knew, knew and, um, using all the resources we could and, um, like my favorite location, there was a record store. That's where Charlie works. Ooh. Um, so we just went to the record store and asked and they're like, yeah, sure. You could, you know, film here. Where's that go? Like little five points or something? Little five points somewhere around there? L- little five points. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. I know. I know a lot of, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Waxing facts, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they, okay. Yeah, they were really nice. Yeah. And also, like, there's a Negril Village down here. I believe there's a Negril Village in New York, too. Yeah. And they allowed us to film a few scenes in there. They've been really oh. supportive uh, to me oh. uh, via the screening room, ATL. They show films every Wednesday, and I always show my projects there first because they've been amazing to me. No, the screening room, I, I saw some pictures from that. Uh, is, that uh, yeah. is that through um, Get Connected? Who is that through? Or do they do no, that's it through um, the grill? The grill. It's building. through the grill. Uh, my name up. Yeah, yeah. They they host that there every Wednesday, every Wednesday night. They they're showing you know oh. independent films and different projects. That's a great resource. So filmmakers, make sure you check out the Grill Village if you're in Atlanta and get your film screen somewhere. Right? You hear me? Right. And, get that read. And all of that, you know. And all of that is like leading, like I said, one thing leads to the next, like the new edition thing led to, you know, one thing. And then through that, I got to do Louisiana because I did Louisiana. People so more receptive to it. I got my yeah. DP, I got my location and all of that. And who knows where it's this Charlie could get me to next. So it's just like, you just do one project from the next and it'll just get you to the next step. Yep. Just go forward. Just go forward with it. Absolutely, man. Like, I'm scared to. I'm almost scared to find out what I'm gonna do next. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. We talked about that. Uh, yeah, I, I always make the suggestion, and filmmakers out there, please listen. Uh, have two to three scripts prepared for when you hit the film festival market, so you know, and you can go into an office and be like, "Hey, HBO. Hey, Warner Brothers. Whoever." This is what I got next. This is what I'm doing. I'm I'm hot as fish grease off of La Vie, the magnifique. <laughs> La Vie, magnifique. 
<laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? You know me. So, um, but you were saying you wanted to go to ABFF. You're trying to get into ABFF. Have you submitted to yeah. uh, the, the mainstream festivals like uh, Sundance and Cannes and you know? No, all those? that's 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 all that's all coming. That's all in the plans. Okay. Uh, I went to ABFF for the first time last year. It blew my mind, and I hate that I just did not know about this amazing festival. You didn't know. Black I people, no too. Idea. I don't know Black why I was bugging. Yeah. I had no idea. And it was like the 20th anniversary, so I saw all the videos of the big hype oh, yeah. going on, and everybody's been coming down for years and oh, years yeah. on how important this was. Yeah. And I was like, where was I at? Because they don't really teach us. I think it started in... That's why I think they don't teach Did it start in Miami or Acapulco? Because they, they rebranded Acapulco, a couple I times. Acapulco first, yeah. first, I think. Yeah, see, I'm a old school. You know, you you 27. I'm 37. <laughs> so yeah. uh, I remember Acapulco. Yeah, but uh, then they moved through Miami and uh, and then they've been bouncing between New York and LA. For a while. And but yeah, where were they this year? They were back I, in Miami. I was just I was, I was yeah yeah, and I was just so inspired and touched. Like I haven't, you know, I actually I, I, I snuck in. I'm not gonna lie, you know. Hey hey, um, I snuck into a couple yeah. film festivals and actually snuck in and let's got a free pass. Yeah. Let me show you how that works, because you know how much those things I know. Work. I was just about to say, I got the same thing. Same thing happened to me. Right. I got a free pass. Yep. And there was a, a filmmaker there, because I always wanted to see his movie, and I always gave him love and shout him out, by the name of Matthew A. Cherry. He did Nine Lives. Oh, man, I love I Matt him. Cherry, man. He's dope. Yeah, 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 yeah. I met him. I shook his hand. I was like, man, I love your work. I can't wait to see your film, man. Da, 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 da. And he was like, cool, cool, cool. All right, so we parted ways. And then I, I, I kept walking. He was like, yo. I was like, oh shit, because you know I stuck in. I was like, did I get caught? Did I get caught? Like yo, and he gave me a pass to everything, like the, the, the pass, the pass. What? He gave it to me. Yeah. So I could walk in freely, like I'm supposed to be here. You know, <laughs> I got credentials, so, son. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, I was real obnoxious then. I wasn't sneaking in. Though. I was waiting for everybody <laughs> to say, like, yo, I'm here. Um, yeah. And and that just showed me like so much. And I, even though if he does how much that meant to me. I'll make so sure he knows. Right right I'll make sure to get it to him, get this interview to him. Man, that, that's special. Right. So because of that and because of him, I was inspired. And that's what Planet of the Seeds was like. Next year, I have to have something. And that's what Charlie came out of. Ooh, that's great. That's great, man. Yeah. I mean, you you have no problem getting in. You, I, I think you got enough push right now. I see you've been picked up by Shadow and Act. They did a story on you. Yeah. Black Hollywood knows you, of course. <laughs> what little sway we have. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I try to put in a word if I know somebody, if I can figure somebody on the board. Uh, I think I know a couple people, maybe. Um, but yeah, man, that's dope. That's really, really dope. I mean, I, I was saying I had the similar story. Um, I just went down to a digital filmmaking, what do they call it, digital Hollywood uh, festival that they had in L.A., and I just kind of showed up one day. I wanted to go to one event. I think it was for Indiegogo in their early, early phases, their beta phases or whatever. And um, they, they pretty much, uh, they were like, you know what? Nah, this is for filmmakers. So we're going to give you a free pass. I got access to the whole thing, man. And I learned so much wow, about yeah, that's this. Beautiful. Inspired me I'm to build a, a website too. Of, I'm a firm believer of just get there and, and get in the wrong. Be yes. in the wrong. Yes. Like, even when I screened, I, I got a chance to screen Louisiana at the uh, Chinese Man's Theater in L.A. through mm-hmm. the Indie Night Film Festival. Yeah. I went there 
with no money in my pocket. I didn't know where I was going to stay, how mm-hmm. I was going to eat, how I was going to get around. I was like, just get there. And, and, and through prayer, through faith, and even friends on the internet who knew my situation, they all chipped in and they they see how passionate I am about this. Like this. You got to remember this. You got to remember these times, man. And right. how long ago was this? Yeah. This was just a couple years ago, right? No, this was two months ago. Two like, months ago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Was, yeah. I feel you, man. Like, it, all, all, today. My, all my resources went into Charlie and getting it done. Like, I had nothing left. Well, I'm going to make a prophecy. I'm going to make a prophecy. You're not going to have the oh, wow. issues much longer, I don't think. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say that. As, you're a talented filmmaker. Oh, you're putting together the right pieces. You need to stay with that cinematographer uh, and, and just build. Just build, you know, because, because, yeah. yeah, I mean, from what I saw in that trailer, and I haven't even seen the whole movie, it looked professionally done, it was polished, and it's what I'd like to see from black filmmakers, you know, so, uh, you know, go forward and conquer, you know, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the prophecy from Frank, all right. Facebook Live has a time limit, again, of 240 minutes. <laughs> I haven't done 240 minutes, Facebook, you're lying. So <laughs> I'm going to try to start the Facebook again. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming here, man. This has been a great interview. Uh, we're still recording. So, oh, thank uh, you. Yeah, thank man. you so much for the, for the time and the platform and doing what you do, man. It's, it's definitely important. We need all the help that we can get out here. And so we really appreciate you and what you do. Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm trying to build something, man. I'm trying to figure this thing out myself. I'm still learning. Uh, yeah. You know, and I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to be humble this year. 2017 is humility. I'm trying to get myself back together on things uh, and uh, and just try to push this movement a little further, you know. Uh, so, yeah, mm-hmm. once again, this was Frank Fawcett, CEO, founder, some, sometimes CEO, <laughs> founder of BlackHollywood.media. Website that is under construction. This will be available uh, I've had an interview here with Bobby Huntley, director of La Vie Magnifique de Charlie, and uh, uh, AKA Charlie. I, I should have been calling it the AKA because I saw y'all had that. Um, so yeah, man, I thank you for uh, joining me, and uh, I think let me see if my computer is going to act. Oh yeah, the computer's on. Yeah, computers, this is giving it up. This interview's over. <laughs> um, ah. Let's see. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, if we're still, if you can still hear us out there, we're going to wrap up. And uh, I'm going to uh, see you next time. I would like to do a little plug. Go to the website, blackhollywood.media. Check out the T-shirts we got up there. We got sweatshirts. Hit the menu button, drop down. You can go to Teespring or you can go to uh, Store Envy. And we've got... Uh, Black Hollywood BH logos like I'm wearing right now. And we've also got uh, the the Hollywood Hill sign with Black Hollywood on it. It's really a lit thing I put together and people have stolen. Let's just say that. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've seen people just take the exact image and put it on their thing. So, but that's fine. It's fine. Uh, it, well, it's for the culture, man. It's for the culture. What so, culture? That's right. Yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you, Bobby, and uh, we will talk soon. I'll give you a call soon, okay? 
Thank you, sir. God bless. All right. God bless you too, man. All right.